I'm good. Good. Uh, how are you? Good. We're live. Welcome we to We Are Got Live, Issues, folks. We are a weekly podcast and also a weekly Facebook Live video. And exactly. here we are. That's so what we're welcome. doing now. Coming at you an hour early this week because I have a board Why meeting. Not? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. How was your day? It was okay. Um, honestly, most of the day I forgot it was even Tuesday. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, for folks uh, at home, it's Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. May five. May yeah. Cinco de Mayo for Hey-o. those who celebrate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. I don't know. I'm honestly, um, I'm really kind of depressed and uh, I think it's because, you know, unemployment is hard for someone who's an overachiever like me. And then also we knew we were going to talk about some heavy stuff on the podcast today. Yeah, Um, it's been weighing on me all week. Yeah, me too. Because this is, um, this is tough. How was your day today? Well, my day was good. I was distracted today. I was at work and I was, I was like physically at work and I was very busy. So that was good. But then I stayed late and I'm like rushing to get home to eat something and just all like, I think this time in isolation has made me really even worse at time management. And like, normally I'm like, either exactly on time or five minutes late to everything. And now I'm just late all the time. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of hard to not have normal well, I mean, at least you go to work once or twice a week. Like it is very hard not to, for me not to have a normal schedule where like, yeah. okay, I know I have to get up at this certain time in order to get ready to be at work by this right. certain time and not even have that. Sometimes it's like, what day is this? <laughs> I No, literally. Yeah. You forget what day it is. And yeah. that kind of missing a routine when you thrive off of something like that is really, do, yeah. really difficult. I make up my own schedules, um, though, and so and it starts yeah. at five thirty in the morning still, which just blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, very impressive. Not always. I have been sleeping until like after six lately. Whoa. Um, but yeah, I even apparently, um, when I'm not working, I'm still a morning person. But um, yeah. oh, that's good. I keep your routine. Yeah. Sure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh like super cheerful but part of the reason we're not very cheerful is because um we knew we were going to talk about this podcast um or this issue today um on the podcast and that is the allegations against uh vice president joe biden um Mm -hmm. so this serves as a trigger warning to anyone who is uncomfortable talking about um sexual assault or um if that may be triggering for you um this might not be the best episode um Last week, we were very kind of happy and maybe a little tipsy. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm still drinking wine. Okay, I'm not. But um, it's just, it's kind of a downer of a week, um, Mm -hmm. I think, because last week, um, so for those people who don't know, um, there are some allegations of sexual assault against Vice President Joe Biden from back when he was a senator back in the 90s. Um, The woman, uh, who has alleged these allegations was a staffer for him. Um, and at, so apparently the first time she came out with her story was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then nothing really happened with the story. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. 
I remember kind of hearing about it and thinking about how often I've seen like um, photo lines of Joe Biden and he's always mm-hmm. like touching people's shoulders and giving people hugs, even like men, women, little people, you know, young people, yeah. people, everybody. And yeah. thinking, you know, that's Joe, Uncle Joe yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. then um, how recent was it that she came out with these more serious well I mean it's all very serious obviously yeah she um well there it was um she she did a couple podcasts months ago um but then very recently um the New York Times did like a deeper investigation which seemed to at least for me add a little bit of credibility sure um to the story a little and so yeah it's I don't for me though, so just as a disclaimer here, I don't want to I'm feeling I'm hearing a little feedback, Sky. Um, but I don't want to discount her story. Um I want to be able to listen to what happened to her and um and 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 everyone can make their own decisions. I'm not gonna be the one to tell you um you know, not to believe her or what I think that this, her story should be investigated. Um, and, and maybe a a little more, um, proof can be given, but I, from my own personal experience, um, I know I, I, so full disclosure here, I, I am a survivor of sexual assault. Um, but also I have had my own instances of sexual harassment uh, mm-hmm. while working in politics. And I have been in positions where I have tried to be vocal about what happened to me and be dismissed very easily and be quieted. And in fact, even I would go as far to say be punished for mm-hmm. the things that I have spoken out about. Um, in fact, that happened just a couple years ago where I spoke out against someone um, locally. And I think I'm still being punished for speaking out um, for yeah. that mostly by men uh, within the party. Um, well, but also there were women in the party who quieted you. And that's what was so heartbreaking still in this yeah. time. And it felt very much, and I guess we're just going to dive into it. Um, it felt very much like this older generation, the vibe that I got, I think we've, we've talked about this a little bit, but the, the vibe I got was, you know, we put up with it and, mm-hmm. and, and we made it this far, you know, like, yeah. why can't you just not, why can't yeah. you just put up with it, but like earn your stripes kind of thing. It was just, exactly. it's, it was so bizarre. Yeah. Um, suggesting that I need to go to therapy or, right. um, suggesting that I should perhaps should be flattered by the things that men have said to me within the party. And, and I get it too. Like I get it. Politics is a boys club, man. Like sure. it is hard for women. It, it's a hard space to be in. Um, there are certain things that we're just expected to put up with, um, whether it's comments or lingering hugs or right. whatever. And um, and it is hard to come forward. I, I mean, I, I know this from personal experience. I'm sure many women do. There's a fear of being retaliated against or a fear of being not heard or, um, you know, told, told you're wrong. And so I don't really want to pick apart her allegation or whatever problems people have with that because um, 
I don't think it's my place. And I no. want to be a, a place where we, we respect women and we respect their stories and they should be heard. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that moving forward when talking about these allegations, um, you know, Joe Biden, who is, I mean, I, this comes to the second part where it's so hard, I think, because for men that um, everyone loves very much or has a high respect for or has done a great good in our community, it's so hard to kind of reconcile the fact that they've done a terrible thing. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. it it is possible to be a great senator and a great vice president and still commit sexual assault. You can be both things like oh, yeah. the duality does exist. Yes. And so it's, it's, so I don't want, I also don't want to be of the camp. That's like, Oh no, Joe Biden is too good of a guy to ever do that. Like right. that's not I a real thing. Like the reality no. of this world that we live in is that people can be both of those things. We really mm -hmm. talked a lot about that when we read Chanel Miller's book, know my name. Yeah. Um, yeah. When she talked about her sexual assault and and her experience going to trial and Brock Turner's, um, you know, sentencing and subsequent, like, really three months in jail and he's guilty. Like, come yeah. on, folks. But she talks about that idea of, like, you know, he can be a great swimmer and a good mm -hmm. son and a, and a best friend and also still be um, a rapist. Right. Yeah. So it's that part is hard for me too because I've always really respected Joe Biden and and liked him a lot and um it's hard to think of him it's hard to separate the two right sure. or and 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 so this whole thing is really hard it is and it's it's heavy to think about I you sent me all of these different things to read over the weekend and to listen to and um you know obviously it's all uh, coming from folks who have had a voice in this movement for a long time. So one of the most powerful things that you sent and that I read was the um, Twitter thread of Tarana Burke, who was the founder of the Me Too movement. Um, yeah. So powerful. Yeah. We'll link to it in um, in our in our comments yes. because every it should be required reading for everybody because we are moving into this time when the reality is like Joe Biden is our presumptive nominee for the democratic party the for president. yeah and there is an actual rapist also in the white house like he's our president and so those you know we just it it all sucks it just sucks i know remember in 2016 when people were like oh it's voting between hillary and trump is like voting between the lesser of two evils like really you thought that was voting for lesser of two evils now it feels like now yeah. it feels like that and i know it feels like that. i had no idea this is what was gonna be happening. i know i know if, if and we had so many good other nominees man like oh let's just like Shout out to Elizabeth Warren. This would not be an issue if she was our nominee. That's for real. Well, and that, so that kind of brings us to an, another piece of this, like very complicated issue, right? Because there's so many different, it's so, com it's not black and white. Sexual assault right. is never black and white. Um, it is very complicated. And so he's promised to pick a female VP mm -hmm. um, that is, 
putting that woman in a terrible situation, first of all. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine. And so, so many of the women that um, we're hearing that could be his pick, like Stacey Abrams, Amy Klobuchar, Kristen Gillibrand even, have come out with statements saying, um, you know, they still support Joe Biden. Some of them have totally discounted the allegations, although I think those talking points um, might have come out before he gave his response. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's just what a terrible position they have to be put into. And every single female elected official, even freaking Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan, is being asked about this and being asked about supporting a man who has, you know, has is alleged that he has committed a crime against a woman. And how does that make you feel? But I'm not really seeing the male legislators being asked these questions. No, I, of course I, not. I, like, it's always left to women to the, clean up the mess of the men that come before oh us. My I mean, God, I'm so tired of it. So I mean, it was Hillary. Ridiculous. Hillary had to clean up the mess for her own husband in 2016 when she was running for president. Right. Which, oh God, it's just, it's I. Yeah. The whole thing is really icky to me. But also, like, this is on men more than it's on women. Like, no we're kidding. Victims in this. This is on men, and that's why. Like, I think Joe Biden. He's already made one statement. I think he needs to make a lot more, but Mm -hmm. he's got an opportunity here, I think, to be to make it or break it for me anyways. Like he's regardless of whether or not this happened. I think that he has an opportunity to set an example for all men. I think he has a responsibility to do that. Absolutely. And and right now. And to set an example of how either a false allegation should be handled or how, you know, how to recover from and ask for forgiveness for something terrible that you did. Right. So I think that either way, whether or not this is proven that he did or didn't, honestly, I don't think we'll ever have the proof that we need to know whether or not this happened because that's so hard to prove in a yeah. In sexual assault when it's, you know, every uh, every woman who's been sexually assaulted knows that it comes down to he said, she said. And yeah. most of the time always- he said, hang on, I got to let my dog out. Believed. Okay. Well, and that's the point is like, it's always the dudes are believed and the women, like I said, are left to clean up the messes and, and take responsibility for them and like have it, make excuses for them. And I mean, come on, like, let's just like... It's time for you to sit down, old guys, and like just just move on. Yeah, I mean, I think this is also another reason why we do need to elect more women. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I just don't see it happening as much on our side because sexual assault is, you know, tr- it's it's a form of oppression, like it's a form yep. of power um, that men have exerted over women over. I mean, for since Forever. the beginning of time, millennia. Yeah, so, I don't see it happening um, near to the extent with female candidates. And so I just think it's so important to get more women in office at every single level um, because there are creeps on every single level. On all sides of the the aisle. Yeah, on all sides of the aisle. And But when it's on our side, it's so much harder to – like I don't want to have to defend – Joe Biden to other women. I know. I don't want to have to do that. And it's putting us in such a tough situation to have to like sell him to other people, right? If we're going to be right. out campaigning for him, it's it's really hard to try to convince someone to vote 
for someone who's done something terrible. Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, how do you but even like, do that? What What is it in the brains of people who are voting for Donald Trump who, like, it is, like, the list of offenses just could wrap around the earth. I mean, it's just so bad. And I know, and that's why I find it really bizarre that Republicans are running with this. You know what I mean? Like, Republicans are, like, taking this and, like, throwing it at Democrats being like, well... What are you going to do now? Like one of your, like you, everybody freaked out when Brett Kavanaugh was going through his hearings to be um, uh, appointed to the Supreme Court. And now you're not doing anything about Joe Biden, which first of all, not true. Yeah. Is like, is that right? But also, well, for one, politicizing sexual assault is awful in any circumstance. And I don't think that, I think that. Using Christine Blasey Ford, her testimony is way different than trying to use Tara Reid's allegations against Joe Biden. It feels it feels like they're using Tara Reid as a prop. Oh, absolutely. The Republicans. And it didn't feel as much that they were using Christine Blasey Ford as a prop because of the way she um, first came out with her story, but also mm-hmm. like, it's so different. The Brett Kavanaugh thing was so different to me because that was a lifetime appointment. One. Yeah. Um, second, the Senate and the Senate majority leader were trying to do everything they could not to get Christine Blasey Ford's story out and trying yeah. to cover it all up and just push Brett Kavanaugh right on through where I think yeah. that for the most part, what I'm seeing Joe Biden's camp and his surrogates are saying, let's investigate. Well, for he did say it did not happen. Like Joe Biden did say he did not happen, which is his right. Um, you know, he can he can defend himself. You have the right to defend yourself. That's fine. Um, but I think by saying it should be investigated, we should listen to her story. I mean, clearly something happened that made her uncomfortable. Sure. Um, and and that was unwelcome. So let's investigate it, and then we can make our decisions. The problem for me is like even investigating it are we ever going to get to the point where it's like, she wins, he loses end of, you know what I mean? It's so important for vice president Joe Biden to come out and have a conversation with folks who are in this movement. I mean, yeah, it's just, this is, it's time. It's your responsibility. Oh, I'm getting that feedback too. I don't know what's happening. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I no. it's, it's hard. It's, I think he's got a lot to do. I mean, yeah. I what so what would it take for you cuz I've been thinking about this and wrestling with this um this weekend um knowing that we were going to talk about it but like what would it take for you to be comfortable to say like to try to convince other women to vote for him and try to like for him to be in the clear, I guess or like I don't know, I'm not saying it right, but what would it take for you to be comfortable? Yeah. With him? I've been thinking about this too. Um, I want to hear his voice in this. I want him to talk about it mm-hmm. and to talk with her about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to hear him talk about it, but I also want to hear like an apology, like an actual apology. And I want him to say, 
maybe apologize to Anita Hill also, which I still yeah. think, he, and I think it's okay. I mean, I, I think it's okay to start talking about sexual assault in a way that men can say, I made a huge mistake. This is what I've done to try to recover from this. This is what I've tried to do to heal from it and make myself a better person and make sure this doesn't happen again and make sure that no, none of my peers ever do this to a woman either. And I think you can do that. I don't know how, like, I don't know what this litmus test is, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, I feel like there is a way to come back from this for Biden. I guess I just don't really know. I, I don't really know even what that would be for me to feel comfortable. Yeah. I agree. So, you know, it's just a tough place to be in and tough for is. all these female legislators that are being asked about this all the time. His VP is going to have to talk about it all the time. Um, I mean, well, yeah. And they've are said, you still, you're still going to vote. Are you still going to vote for him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. I'm going to try these earphones and see if that helps. Okay. Yeah, I am too. Um, um, yeah, I, sure. Donald Trump is a monster garbage human being. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I am still going to vote for him. Um, and that is me personally, um, how, you know, how I feel. I hope that others do too. Um, because again, I do think that, um, you know, there is, uh, <sighs> I, it's it's hard to you know weigh the good and the bad um, for people, and I'm not sure that is something that we're supposed to do. Like, it, that's what a court of law is for, and not. I don't feel like it's that much in the voting booth. It should voting booth should be more about like the policies that you want implemented, and you know. But it's becoming such a, like a a personality test, um, and so. I don't know. It's hard. It's it's hard. But I will absolutely still vote for Biden. I am probably still going to campaign for him. Um, but it's yeah. just and I think it's, it's important for us to keep having these conversations about what our experiences were. Um, I think that we can only help each other if we if we have these conversations in a in a way that supports and upholds other women and other survivors. Mm hmm. Yeah. And we have um, a couple questions in here that I would like to address. Yes. Um, Did you see Brandy's? Yeah. Um, but I also see what ha what happened. What if this really didn't happen? Or um, so now he's guilty until proven innocent. So I, as a survivor of sexual assault myself, I am always inclined to believe the woman's story first. That's just sort of ingrained in me. Um, I'm not, I don't know if that's right or wrong. That's just um, how I am. So I'm not, I don't know if he's guilty. I don't like, I don't feel like I have enough facts to make that decision either way. Could he be guilty? Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that's where, I'm coming from like I feel like there's enough evidence to show that yeah it could have happened um what if it didn't happen I mean great but I still don't want to victim blame in any way I still don't want to shame this woman for coming forward in any way either because I know how hard it is to come forward and um I mean that's just going to make us 
take 10 steps back and all women are going to be afraid to come well, And that's the problem with using these like incidences of sexual assault as friggin' like footballs, you know, like, yeah, right. Something that is so personal and so hurtful. And, um, you know, I know plenty of women who don't want to come forward um, just because of their own personal reason. They just want to forget it. And to be forced into a spot like, like this, um, when it's unwelcome, I don't know where she came, this woman came from. So I don't know if she was forced or if she came forward voluntarily, but, um, it's not a spotlight that I don't think anyone would really be seeking um, genuinely because like, look at what happened to Christine Blasey Ford. Like, it's just, um, I mean, she's, she got death threats and like, you know, it's not a, it's, it's, and to not be heard, listened to, and to not be taken seriously is, um, I mean, you start to question yourself, you start to question, um, your own values. It's, uh, it's yeah. so depressing. Like it's so such a scary place to be in. Well, when- and it just creates this opportunity for a spiral, like doubting yourself, doubting your own credibility, just and then and then feeling I mean, especially when when you were going through this stuff a couple of years ago, feeling that lack of support from generations of folks before us, women especially, was a knock in the teeth, man. Yeah. That was real hard to swallow. Yeah. It's um, when your own party kind of turns, turns its back. It's really, um, I mean, it's really sad because you think that people would stand up for what they think is right. And um, I don't know, sometimes you, they chose, chose the candidate or, or the elected official over this. And I think that's what we're going to see here for most people. I mean, we're already seeing it with his surrogates um, kind of, they're all kind of singing the same message. Um, and I think that's expected uh, when, when you need to do damage control. I, I hope that the more that this story is investigating, the more we find out about this um, good or bad um, that he continues to speak out in defense of women and giving women a voice. I think that, um, I mean, I, if I was on his campaign, I, I think it would be, super important right now to surround yourself with the Toronto Burks and with the more vocal women um, who have talked been a part of the um, hashtag me too movement. Um, Because I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think not that that's going to be like tokenize them or give them credibility, but to give them a platform to show that you are understanding you're able to evolve. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that is one thing that Biden I, at least in my perspective has been able to do is to evolve. I've seen him evolve on abortion issues, for instance. Yep. Um, he's evolved on a lot of different social issues. I think that is a good characteristic to have um, yes. because times change. Right. And he's, he's 100 years old and he, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, oh, he's from a different time. Right. So I listened to, um, I listen to the daily almost every day. I try mm-hmm. to. And their episode from, I think it was earlier this week about, or maybe it was last week about Joe talking about like starting this podcast from his basement and like trying to figure out technology. Like, thank God he's got a team of young people around him because wow, he would. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Funny. Thank you, Savannah. I know. 
so it's it's just yeah but i but but him so if he can show how he's kind of evolved or grown from this situation by surrounding himself with more advocates of um, sexual assault. I think that is one thing that I will, it will make it more comfortable for me to, um, you know, try to try to campaign for him and convince other women. Um, Because I think that, I mean, I think that's a good characteristic. I think that's just a sign of strength showing that like, listen, I made mistakes in the past. We all have, right? Like I've made, we're all humans. Yeah. And I, you learn from your mistakes and you can grow. And, and, um, so maybe he has learned from, um, some of these, I mean, we all know that he is, gets a little handsy with women. Like that's came out a few years ago and, um, Mm -hmm. there's video evidence of that. And I think it was laughed off for a long time, but, um, until so many women, um, that were uncomfortable with it felt, um, the time to come forward and say that they were uncomfortable with it. And so, um, well, and this is where it becomes a problem is if you hear over and over again that this touch is making people uncomfortable, like stop the touch yeah. then. Yeah. Like learn from your mistakes and 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 I need to hear, you know, from the horse's mouth. Yeah. That he's learned and that he will change his behavior. And after that, I thought his comments after that were I mean, they they were okay for me at least um i was able to reconcile it i mean he did say like he learned from it and he realizes his his mistakes now and he won't do it anymore moving forward um and so yeah this allegation though is a little bit um different more than just being a little too too handsy so i mean that's that's hard um so hopefully there will be some more investigation that can kind of um I don't know, help us, help us a little more, but it's, it really is putting um, voters in a, in a difficult situation, I think. So, um, yep. Yeah. uh, I mean, it's going to be an interesting, challenging election as it is. And yeah, just another friggin'. But I do think, I hope everyone can see the importance of voting for Joe Biden and just based on his policies alone and based on, um, you know, what Trump has done the last four years, three years, four years, what year is this? Um, (laughs) no one knows, but yeah, I mean, we have got to get Trump out of office. I think everyone can agree with that. Um, and so the only way to do that, that I can see happening right now is voting for Joe Biden. And, um, I'm sorry, but we're just have going to have to do it yeah push it button and do it i mean it's not a perfect situation it's better yeah. than trump yeah like i hate ha- even having to say these words because I, I think it was it i mean it's no shock to everyone that we were big elizabeth warren fans on this yeah. podcast so um <sighs> yeah now it's joe hopefully he'll um have a good vp pick that we can all get excited about and um keep moving forward because there is yep. an election still in November. Apparently we're less there than months away. So here's what we've been talking about. And you know, I've been talking to my friends about and my friends in politics is that we should start now encouraging everybody to request an absentee ballot for the November election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care what the policies are going to be. If they're going to have vote in person, I really hope that they figure out a way to do this election in a safe and effective way. But Let's all, those of us who can, vote by mail. 
Yeah. Um, especially in Ohio, because um, yeah. we do have vote by mail. Um, it, I think we saw some mistakes in the primary that were made um, because there were a lot of people who did not get their absentee ballots on time and therefore had to still go in and vote on per in person, um, which was not great. So um, request it now, like Sky said. I mean, I don't think there's yeah. any reason you can't. So request it now and then um, you'll get it right away 35 days before the election 30 days before the election yep. and um and then mail it back as soon as possible because um, yeah it's um it's hard to even think that there is an election coming up when it's hard to even remember what day of the week is. <laughs> yeah dude i yeah. mean for real like <laughs> times are weird yeah no it is it is I miss your face so much. I'm so glad I was able to see you. Your hair looks so good, girl. It does. It does. I know you don't like it, but it looks it looks good. It's it's, it's growing. Yeah. I miss haircuts. Not enough to go protest though, but um Nope. Those idiots. Gosh, what's wrong with people? I know. You know, and I was reading um today too. It's amazing how the protesters in Michigan are going um after uh, Governor Whitmer so hard. Um, woman, she's a woman. She's a woman, but they're not going after Governor Dewine. They're going after <laughs> the Director of Health, Amy Acton, also a woman. Um, yeah, funny how that works. Yeah, such a coincidence there. Um, not a winky dink. Not exactly shocking. Um, but here we are in 2020, yeah. talking about two candidates with sexual assault allegations and how terrible it is for politics. Yeah. I think that's why Sky and I started this podcast in the beginning is because we want to answer women's questions and get more women involved because I think there is strength in numbers and um, you know, the more women we can get elected, I think we'll be in a better place. I mean, we make up 50% of this country. I think that we should make up 50% of the elected electorate. I don't think that's asking too much. Uh, it only seems fair and equitable. Uh, yep. So um, let's keep working on it. We're not going to get a female president this year. Maybe we'll get our first female VP. That would be really badass. Um, yes. I'm cool with that. I'm so, so far. Cool um, and then we'll try again in four years. Right? Yep. That's what we're going to do. So exciting. All right. All right. I know folks. you're going to jump off because you have another call. Yeah. Sorry. I love you all. Okay. Thank you for watching. I love you too. We'll have a little okay. bit of lighter episode next week, but we just wanted to get this kind of out of the way because I know it's been weighing on everybody's mind and we can't just continue yeah. to gloss over something um, this big, I guess. Yeah. And so um, if you do have questions or comments, um, keep posting them. Um, we'll be happy to, to, um, you know, talk, talk it through with everybody. Um, cause I know that this is hard, um, for a lot of people, uh, to kind of grapple. I mean, he's our guy now. Yeah. So, um, let's try our best Rough. to rally behind him. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. That's what I'm going to do. Hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. we just got to keep talking about it. Yeah. Well, Make sure you tune in next week. Uh, we'll be right here live again on Facebook. We don't know what time. Just We just make it up as we go because there are no rules <laughs> in quarantine. Uh, but this has been an episode of We've Got Issues, Girl. 
Um, what would be really helpful for us right now, because um, podcasts are really struggling since no one's commuting or working, but if you can like, rate, and review us on iTunes, that would be super helpful for us. Um, you That's can follow cute. us here on Facebook or on Twitter where um, we got issues pod on Twitter. Um, again, if you have questions, we'd be happy to talk it through um, on social media again or questions for our next episode. Um, this is a Girls Girls Media production. There, We are one of five podcasts on Girls Girls Media. So listen to the other great podcasts. You can find them on girlsgirlsmedia.com or girlsgirlscommunity.com if you want to join the community of super cool ladies on the internet it's a fun place to be the best place to be actually so yeah. thanks for joining us stay home thanks, everyone bye -bye. Flatten the curve. wash your hands <laughs>